Hello. Psych. Not uh, the show. Not the show. Ad boys. Uh, ad boys. Ad boys. What you gonna do? I think we've already done that. Yes, we have. Uh, we've done everything <laughs> over and over and over again. Welcome that- to Kill to Death. <laughs> uh, we're coming at you with a hot, hot ad. Yeah. This is for the Studio headphones. Yep. Uh, and this is uh, a headphone company from Sweden. And you know what? They want us to tell you that. Their Regent is their premium on-ear model with impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones and well-balanced sound. But we're not going to say that because we can't be bought. I'll say it to you later. Come see me after the show. I'll tell you. And they also want me to tell you that they have 24 plus hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life. But I'm not going to say that. If you give, uh, I'll hear my Snapchat is G-R-I-A-L-E-T-O-P. Add me. I'll send you some videos telling you all this stuff. Their company is Studio, and they want to say that they want, want to revolutionize the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also an accessory. But I'm not going to tell you about that. Uh, Eric also knows all this stuff, so if you if you have any way to contact him uh, and want to bear it, then you can, you can ask him all these details, and he'll tell you. They gave us a promo code. They told me to tell you about it. They told me to tell you that it's two death and two spelled T O and there's no uh oh, it's also two death fifteen. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna tell them any of the right details. And I'm not man. gonna tell you any of the But if you things. come and find me, I will tell you that the promo code to receive fifteen percent off on any pair of headphones, I believe. Any of them it's uh you should enter. Two death, all capitals, no spaces. Uh, the two is a T-O. Mm. 15, because we are, of course, in 2015. I don't know why they put the 15. Maybe there's 15, 15 other two deaths. I mean, you, you you do know why, though. Oh, because 15% off. <laughs> 15% I did, off, yeah. I did, I did not know it. Oh, really? I was like, oh, well, this is a bit, and we couldn't continue it. But uh, yeah, 15% off. It's right there in the code, so you know what you're getting. 15, that's almost 20. Here's us. Hey, Griffin here. All these murders are made up. They're not real-life murders. That would be a weird thing for us to do. Take it away, song! Hello! Hi. Uh, I'm Griffin. I'm Steve. This is Killed to Death. We solve murders. We always have, and we won't. And stop. we're not going to anymore. No, we won't stop. Oh, okay. You didn't let me finish. Uh, Steve, you're looking a little older. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Uh, why be. is that? Um. Well, it's because I'm wearing an old hag costume that I bought. Oh. Um, so for my Halloween birthday party. It's Steve's birthday coming up. Uh, not Halloween. Steve, it's your birthday on the 14th? 13th. 13th. I'm a good friend. Uh, I'm Steve's roommate. Uh, we've been friends for a lot of years. We talk at least an hour a week on this thing. Uh, your birthday is on the 13th. Got it. Great. When's mine? Oh, June 26th? Fuck yeah. Yeah! I'm sorry. Well, to be fair, I was really not confident in the 20 what it was. I th- 26 but as uh either way uh steve you have some things you want this this birthday yeah um i want and we want this from you listeners so yeah well i want my party to be halloween themed so come and and bring your costumes because it always falls too close to saint patty's day and everyone lumps it into the saint patty's thing but i want oh yeah we did that last year i like i like 
Halloween better. So we're going to make it Halloween this year. Oh, uh, lump, lump them in together. It. Yeah. But we're still celebrating it on March 13th. Yes. Yeah. But I want it halloween So it's going to be halloween okay. No green beer. Can't come dressed as a no, leprechaun. It has to be orange and black beer. Yes. Only. Only. And you can't come. Oh, leprechaun. What if you come dressed as a leprechaun? Because no, that's your no. Halloween and costume. That's what, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I anticipate that as a loophole. And I anticipate you freaking pervs doing that. So don't. I'm going to come dressed as kiss me. I'm Irish. If you wear that. That's just one of my classic characters. No, it's an apron he has and he thinks it's so, so funny and he laughs and he cackles and he points at the Well, because people thumbs. have to kiss me. It's great. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, you don't want me to wear that for a variety of reasons. You think it'll be warm enough to barbecue? I hope not. Otherwise, I think you're going to wear that thing. I'm gonna, I, hey, I got bad news for you, buddy. I'm wearing that thing regardless of the time of year. <laughs> oh, yikes. You want to solve a murder? Always. The victim. John Don't. Found dead during a showing of the Orient Express. Today's guest, Sal Ladd, usher at the Carlton Carlton Cinema. Sorry. Yeah, Carlton Cinema <laughs> and also uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, I was going to say, you really uh, abridged the title. Yeah, sorry. Murder on the... I wasn't actually it's sure just, what happened on the Orient yeah, it's Express. it's not just a movie about the I train. I thought it was about a train. It, yeah, but no, a murder happened and then, um, ironically, a murder happened in the theater... And I was the you must usher. have just laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh wow! Um, no, I went in and found this person, you know, dead. So this was after the showing when you went in. That's right. Lights came up, credits were rolling, and I came in with my broom. For anyone who doesn't know, maybe tell them a little bit about the theater. This oh, okay. Is for so non-Torontonians, it's a multiplex. Yeah. It's one of Toronto's first multiplexes. Goes back very far. They got some old pictures in the lobby. I'm talking old. Yeah. Oh, speaking of train pictures, maybe the one where the train looks like it's coming out of the screen at you that it's they watched movie. back in the olden days. Yeah, there's a common misconception actually. That story, there's the story is told that people would see the train coming towards them and they would actually get scared in in the cinema back in like yeah. the early uh, turn of the century. But no, they they didn't actually get scared. Oh. And at the same, uh, they wanted to die. They were like, this train's coming. I accept death. Well, they're like 30 something at that point. So they're like, bring it on, whatever. No, none of that's true. <laughs> uh, they just didn't actually get scared from the train. That's just a, that's a myth. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. they enjoyed it. Yeah. They loved the train. And this other train picture. I think most people did with yeah. the exception of this one guy, John don't that died. Oh, right. Yeah. So what are, what are the responsibilities of an usher? You mentioned you're coming in with a broom. That's a great question. And something, too, that I just want to answer. So basically, you come in with a broom, and you have a broom receptacle, like a dustbin attached to a stick, basically. Okay. And you're going to just sweep up all that stuff. You're going to pick up the pop, you know, all this you're stuff. You're going to pick up the pop? You're going to pick up the pop. You're going to throw it out. Oh, like the cups. Yeah, and beyond that, you also yep. have to like sell tickets as well and take tickets as well. It's a very multifaceted job. And how long have you been doing this? All my life. Since yeah. you since you were a little kid. Yeah, well, I'm 23 and uh, I've been doing it uh for pretty much all my adult life, so like I think 3 years. Yeah. You think you're becoming an adult at 20? Yeah, you become an adult at 20 once you that got hired there and Yeah, you become an adult when you get hired at Carlton Cinema, I think. And that's when I got hired, and I'm happy to be working there all wow, the time. Yeah. I, I worked but but it's only been three years. Yeah. Well, have you moved up at all? Is there a lower position? Is there anyone else where you could kind of be like, <laughs> you're still a blank? We don't believe in the word VIP. Mm. You know, I know some cinemas have VIP, but I think everyone is a VIP. And in that way, oh. I don't think of a higher or lower rank. I just think of another person, a different soul, and a different body, a different wow. time. 
So your managers, they're yeah, above me for okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I answer great. to them, yeah. and they they whip me pretty hard if I get out of line. But I tell you, what I did with the John Don't potty, I defend to this day. Uh, you've had to defend it. To People my... are not happy with your treatment. They think that if they had discovered a body, they would have done things a little differently. All right. Well, well, take us through the day then. Six a.m. I'm asleep. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 7 a.m. Still snoozing. <laughs> Go hour by hour. 8 a.m. I almost wake up and oh. I don't. Okay. How do you know that? You looked at your phone, you're like, not time yet, and you went back to oh, sleep. Yeah. No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and then I got up. <laughs> I got up about 10:30. Had to get there for noon. That's the good thing about working on a, a movie theater, is they don't yeah. show movies early in the morning. Right, so that's the earliest shift ish, somewhere in there. Somewhere around there. Noon. Yeah. All right, that's sweet. So I get to work and I see my favorite co worker. Who? Uh, Tyrone. Tyrone. Yeah, he's the projectionist there. Yeah. So they're they're up in a little booth above the theater, kind of. He, he they, specifically he, he him pronouns. Okay, not I w- they. I was talking about projectionists in general. In general. Yeah. Oh, in the general? general they. In general, it's a he. Yeah. It, it has to be a man. Are always he's. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but this one guy is definitely a he. His name is Tyrone. Okay. He puts the pictures on, but they don't use film anymore. So the projectionist's job is basically just to play like DVDs. So that's pretty easy for him. Yeah. Did you want to do that job? Do you have any interest in that? I think one day. Right know, now you're only 23. Line. You got the world ahead of you. I think 23. You're not 30 like us. No, 30-year-olds. They... Just give up. You know? That's my attitude. The health of a 30-year-old can never get better. It can only get worse. You can either maintain... Or get worse. Right. It's like Rogaine. Keep the hair you have. <laughs> Joe Rogaine? Is that what you're talking about? Oh. I love Joe Rogaine's podcast. Oh, my God. When he was on News Hario, I loved him. Joe Rogaine. Yeah, no. News Hario. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. With Dave Foley-ating. <laughs> exfoliating? Yeah, Dave exfoliating when he yeah. divorced his wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and so you do want to get into film, film I one day. I want to get into projection, but oh. I think my treatment of this dead body is going to really stand in my way. So right now we're at 8 oh, a.m. Yeah. You did not no, no, no. We're look at your phone. We'll oh, right, right, right. 10.30. 10.30, wake up, and I get a bagel. You guys ever had a bagel? Once or twice, yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I had a donut. What's your name? Griffin. And yours? Steve. And yours? Sal. <laughs> <laughs> So I got a bagel, and I get my favorite bagel, which is a BLT bagel. You know what that is? Oh, uh, uh, a bacon, lettuce, tomato. But it's in a bagel. So Whoa. then I eat it, um, and I go back to bed for another 20, 20 minutes or so, and then I finally have to go to work. Okay. So you roll into work, and is this the first screening of the day? I walk to work. And you see your favorite... Uh... Coworker, projectionist, coworker, right. Tyrone. Tyrone. Okay, he goes by many titles. Just Tyrone. <laughs> so you see him? I yeah. see him, and he's over chat? at the popcorn machine. Right. And the way you make popcorn is you yeah. put. Oh, we're getting all the secrets here. The top. Yes. Write this down. You put the oil in, and you put the seasoning in, and then you start the machine, and it goes like this. 
And it gets hotter. Uh, for the listener, uh, this is a circular motion you're doing with your finger. So what happens, it's a big bin. Think of a cylinder, if you can imagine it. And then this little <laughs> stick that runs around the bottom, like, um, you know, someone's sweeping their leg when they're breakdancing and jumping over themselves. Oh, yeah. Or what else goes in a circle like that? A clock on its side? What's that thing you can skip around where it goes around your ankle and then you, it spins and you have to jump over Baseball it? bats. And anyway... <laughs> You got the kernels in the bottom, and you got to keep them moving, because if you don't keep them moving, they'll burn. Okay. Oh. So Tyler was making the popcorn, and it never burns under Tyler. Tyrone? <laughs> Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone McCarthy? No, no, no. Tyrone Tyler McCarthy. Yeah. Okay. He goes by many names. You. Uh, when I said that, you corrected me and <laughs> just said, nope, just Tyrone. Well, I think because you don't know him. It's kind of okay. weird when you say it. It's like when I talk about my brother and I call him like, you know, tall. It's okay for me to say that, but it's not okay for you to say that. Got it. It's Talal. It's for right. me. It's Tawal. Tawal, sorry. Yeah. What'd you say? Talal. Yeah. Tagalog is what um, people from... What is happening? <laughs> you know, the Philippines speak. Oh, yeah. That's the language. And then it was like 1 p.m., and the popcorn movie, not burning not burning it was ready to go nice. audience was coming in and i i saw john don't i saw him he was there with his oh. wife did he uh, what drew you to him that you remembered him well yeah it sounds like you knew him by name a big purple hat <laughs> a big purple hat and a big green feather and i thought to myself it's like a willy wonka looking guy exactly yeah but not the johnny depp willy wonka no no John Don't comes into the theater limping. Everyone thinks he's sick. Oh, no. The book, Willy Wonka. (laughs) The book character, Willy Wonka. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Now, what's the difference between that? Well, that character had a big purple hat. And anyway, (laughs) so he goes into the theater with his wife, and I'm thinking, well, they're going to block the screen. But luckily, he takes the hat off. Oh, gentlemen. His hat. Puts it on his wife. No, he doesn't put it on his wife. He, does, he 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 was conscientious in that way, which is why it was surprising to me to find him later dead. Right, because who would want to kill such a conscientious man? Exactly. And his wife wasn't around when you found the body. So no. she had left the theater, obviously. She was gone, and all the nibs were eaten. Is that all they got? They just got nibs for a snack? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, did you know John Don't previously? Truth like, is he told. I do know John Don't from Squash. Oh, you guys play squash together. Yeah. But this is the first time he was ever at the theater. That's right. (laughs) But you recognize him from that big purple hat he always wears on the court. So that's the reason you recognize him, not because you play squash with him, but because of his big purple hat. Well, I have a problem recognizing faces. Oh, it's all about hats. It's hats for me. Cool. Well, you got a good cowboy hat on. Thank you. I'm dressed like a chef. We'll recognize you. And I got my my old hag costume on. And my apron. I see, see my apron? I see your apron. Oh, you don't yeah. have to kiss him. Look you what you have to, have to do. I, no, no. I know what you're thinking. No. Thank you. You don't have to. Oh, God. All right. I'm just going to let every listener know you don't have to kiss Griffin when you see him. Even if he's wearing the apron. Hmm. Or oh. his... I wonder why you're an old hag. Oh. Not kissing anyone. Okay. I'm only 30. Because you don't tell people they have to. Like me. Yep. So and you recognize get... him from the squash court. Yeah. So you know him well then, presumably. Do you guys play together? Yeah, we used to, but not since he died. (laughs) 
Oh, okay. So this was only pre-death. You guys were out there playing. Yeah, I'm picky that way. And when he died, I went down to his body and I looked around for any squash balls that he might have. Oh. And I found three different squash balls. I found the double yellow dot. Single blue. The single blue fast. What is a third squash ball? A single yellow dot. What's that one? I believe that's a like a, in the middle. Oh. Although Neat. I might be wrong because we we only ever played with the double yellow dot and in the moment I was a little upset and I may have seen the wrong color on the dot. It was also dark. Mm. In the yeah, theater. pitch black. Oh, uh, not on the squash court. No, we played squash bright lights. Bright lights, big city. You ever heard that song by Neil Young and the Shocking Pinks? No. Okay, well... Anyway, I took his body up to the projection booth because I felt like I wanted to be the one to perform the autopsy. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm with other people so far, but oh, let's hear no, what you did. I'm, I'm going to hear go. you Forget out. This. No, I'm going to no. hear you out. I want to hear Thank what you. you actually did. With the, wait, wait. But, but before we say, mm-hmm. um, was there anything else suspicious pre-film? We were going through your day. Yeah, there were a couple other people in the theater that I, was, I had never seen before. Any other weird oh. hats that you were clocking on the way in? There was a ship captain <laughs> who sat in the back row and i remember before the movie started he said nobody better chew loudly and then this is to the theater in general he just he proclaimed this well I, before movies start everyone in the theater gets to say, say their, their rules yeah and if they're agreed upon the film begins <laughs> there's a talking stick there's a tribunal it's and a whole the, ceremony and the row in front of him was this woman who was a socialite, very rich. Which hat is that? She had a beret on. Oh, okay. She had just come back from France. And she told everyone in the theater, she said, no one better cough during this movie. And I was a little worried because I knew that the man in the purple hat had a bad cough. Right. You don't know his name. Um, John. (laughs) John Don't, I think. But you know him better as the man in the purple hat. Mm Mm-hmm. The inspiration uh, for Curious George's Man, man in, in the, the Yellow, Yellow Hat. Hat. That's right. Now, was that uh, another man in the theater? Yeah. He was there, too, with Curious George. And that was the whole theater, because it was afternoon. I don't know if you know Carlton, but it doesn't fill up very often. Right. They're pretty small theaters yeah. as So well. it's just ship captain, socialite, uh, man in the Yellow Hat, Curious George, and then this couple. That's right. Okay. And the couple sat in the front row, extremely now, close to the screen, and I, I couldn't figure out why. Well, uh, can we, you know, just for a second, uh, go through the rest of the rules? So, f- for instance, the man in the yellow hat. Oh, yeah. yeah. No chewing loud. No. no. Oh, nope. Don't chew loud a ship captain. Yeah. Socialite is don't cough. Right. Yeah. Man in the yellow hat said, don't eat any puzzle pieces. Okay. And then Curious George said something that I think most people didn't understand, but I understood. Right. Because I had a monkey growing up. Okay. And what was that? I'm afraid I can't tell you. Oh, okay. Kind of the monkey code. Gotcha. And but, but nothing pertaining to the death, you don't think? You don't think. Because this could be helpful. Yeah, because maybe, without knowing it, John broke Curious George's rule. Okay, if I tell you, you won't tell anyone, right? No one listens. The monkey said, someone in this theater is responsible for the worst... Holy war that I've ever seen. Okay. And I thought to myself, well, 
clearly I'm just misunderstanding this monkey because I haven't spoken monkey in so long. Right. For sure. He said it again. Then he said it again. Okay. And I thought to myself, well, what is a holy war? Right. R- war for based on faith. Re- yeah. Relig- religious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And one of the, one of the people in the theater was responsible for, for the worst one that Curious George had ever seen. Yeah. The so worst this might one, not be that the bad. The worst one he'd ever seen. That's right. There was someone in the theater that was very religious and willing to kill for oh. it. Okay. Now, interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. Uh, did John don't or his wife? And do you know the wife at all? Yeah, we used to play uh, rock music together in a short-lived band on the east side of Toronto. Oh, cool. Yeah. What was it called? Don't Give Me Nothing. So it had her name in right there in the right. title. Mm-hmm. You pushed to have your name in the title? I pushed. Okay. She said no. Okay. And you said this was years ago? How this old was, were you? Uh, I guess I would have been 15, and she would have been late 30s. <laughs> All right, and it was just the two of you. Yeah, I played drums and I sang, and she played... a regular Don Henley, yeah, Phil Collins, or Levon Helm. We could go on. We could lead singer of Pride Tiger, short-lived Vancouver band. It doesn't matter really because I was in that band for only a little bit, and you know she was married to the man in the purple hat, who at that point I hadn't played any squash with. But that's how I met him. Was through her. her. You knew her first. I knew her first from her ad online and met her. And your ad was, I need someone to play rock music with. I need someone to drum and sing. No, nope. she was very specific. She said, I need a 15-year-old boy <laughs> to play drums and sing with. And I thought, well, that's a little odd, but I, that's me. I fit the shoe fits. Yeah. So I went there, and we did well. We did a couple shows. Um, we did the Firkin. <laughs> we Which did. one? The yeah, what street was it on? Yeah, Firkin on what? I think at that point it was the Firkin on Danforth. Okay. But it wasn't called Firkin on... It was That was the official tax name, mm. but it, people, everyone knew it as Gabby's. Okay, mm. you played a lot of stuff at Gabby's. Yeah, I played a lot of stuff at Gabby's. Did she have any rules in the theater? She had one big rule. Sounds like they all had one. <laughs> Everyone gets a rule before a movie starts, so of course yeah. she's going to have hers. Right. She said, if anyone kills my husband, I'll give them a million dollars. Okay. Oh, now and that's what, interesting. But what was his rule? The man in the purple hat? Yeah. Whatever his name may be. He said, we all must love and honor one another and live as God intends. Wow. So that might be in direct conflict with his own wife's rule. And with Curious George, who may not be religious. I have my own theories on who did it. I don't know if you guys have a theory yourselves. Well, we should get through if there's anything you discovered in the in this uh, autopsy you did yourself. Oh, yeah, that's right. You dragged the body up to the projection booth. <laughs> that's right. So you hadn't told anybody about it at this point. No one knew about it. And was Tyrone out there? Tyrone had just taken a smoke break. He was outside having a cigarette. Yeah, the DVD was done. And I, you know, they used to cut film together with scissors. scissors. And tape it together. In fact, most of the editing of movies was done in the projection booths those days. They would send all the rough footage to each theater and say, you know, cut here and here and here. And you'd have to yeah. assemble the film. They together. laugh in this scene. You're going to want to take that out. Yeah. It, films would, would evolve. So, yeah. I remember when Big came out. Uh, you remember the movie Big? How old were you? 
I was just coming into my zeros. Yeah, you weren't alive. I yeah. wasn't alive yet. Yeah. Well, in Big, he went to your guys' age, 30. Yeah. But they said, just cut that out. Cut cut any part of the movie uh, where it has him older. Because they felt like that wasn't playing well. So yeah. the movie Big that we screened when we got it for the re-release was just the kid young and then all the adult stuff cut out and the kid young again at the end of the movie. Right. So it ended up being like a nine minute movie. But did it play well? Played well. Wow. So lineups, they were right. Lineups around the block. Hey. Back to like Maple Leaf Gardens. So what was this version of Murder on the Orient Express? Was it edited? Oh, I never mind. This is DVD. DVD. Yeah, they don't. They, do they cut the DVDs and then tape them together? Oh my God. No, they can't do that. Lasers would not. You, Listen, I'm no. 30. I don't know about DVDs. You ever seen a VHS? Kind of. I, like, I know the concept. I mean, kind of. Really like, you saw it work. through blinds? Like, what does that mean? I only know Archie comics. Oh, yeah. Well, Archie is my favorite man. (laughs) So you drag the body up to the projection booth. As I think Archie would have done. And I take out the, you know, the the knife that spliced the film and I cut open the body to look inside to see if anything's in there. Yeah. Lo and behold, a puzzle piece. Oh, so he broke a rule. Lo and behold, a nibs... Loudly chewed, it looked like. I mean, it depends, right? Like, I don't think nibs can be that loud. Mm. Mm. If you scream while you eat them. Right. Or proclaim something like, this is a great nib. Well, who's to say what happened? Because during the movie, I wasn't actually in the cinema. I was in a different cinema cleaning up. What movie was playing? Enter the Void. It was the movie where they put a camera inside of a woman's... A vagina. You found a puzzle piece. You find a nibs. Oh, you go back to that. Okay, yeah. So, have you ever seen Enter the Void? No. That played at the. Is car- that what they find in the vagina as well? Oh, that's a vulgar. I can't believe you would bring that up. So anyway, let's get back to the man puzzle piece. I found a nibs. I found an IOU for a million dollars. Okay. And I found a cross. And now, a cross, and and also lungs filled with fluid. What do you mean? That would just be my guess. Oh, then okay, yeah, okay. Well, so wow, everyone had a motive. It, well, it sounds like everyone did it at this point. Oh yeah. Now here's an interesting question for those who haven't seen Murder on the Orient Express. What what is the film about? It's about it's about a fucking it's about a guy who goes. He doesn't want to be on this, you know, train solving any crimes. He wants to take a vacation. It's like his first time ever taking a vacation in his life, you know. And he goes to selloffvacations.com and he books himself a trip and he gets on the train. And he's like, I'm not going to do any work. But then what happens is someone gets murdered on the train. Johnny Depp gets murdered on the train and he has to solve it. And it's such a bad movie because the end is so dumb that I don't know why anyone paid to buy it. See it. Uh, now, for the listener, spoilers are coming up. If you feel like watching Murder on the Orient Express, uh, maybe maybe's a good. Oh yeah, maybe uh, now's a good time to not do that, and we're just gonna hear the ending. Well, okay, I'm gonna spoil it. So if if you're listening to this, take your earbuds out. But here's the end. Of the no, movie. no one is. Everyone did it. That's how it ends. 
Wow. Every wow. stupid Even person. Did. Yeah, no, Johnny Depp. Johnny did Depp it. didn't. Do Kenneth it. Branagh did it. He just didn't want to solve any crimes, but he decided. Did the detective to... actually do it too? No, no. the detective. No, that's so. Not... No, everyone didn't do it. I get, I mean, I didn't do Some it. Some people did it. Is what you're trying to say? The conductor. <laughs> um, no, not the conductor. I don't think he was there at the end. <laughs> the brake man in the caboose. Brake man. Um, uh, no, I don't think he was involved. Uh, the ticket taker. He stayed. He stayed when the train left. I think. Oh, okay, he wasn't on that. <laughs> he didn't get on the. No. He tried, but they took off a bit too soon. He, was, <laughs> he ran he was beside it like, wait! Yeah. Well, he was milking an old old Milwaukee, and then people were try- nursing like an old Milwaukee, and uh, the train took off a little soon for him. So everyone but they actually it. made another movie about him. Have you seen that one? About, you, you must have seen that one. About the ticket taker. Yeah, the yeah, ticket yeah, taker. Yeah, ticket taker. The old Phantom Milwaukee Threat. ticket taker? Exactly. Old Milwaukee ticket taker. Came out in 2017, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happens in that? No, you've seen that. About the old man who throws the bottle into the ocean, and then it comes back with a message in it, and the message is from the old man. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm... But I threw the bottle. I'm me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then he goes out into the ocean to find himself, and... Drowns. He drowns. Yeah, it's nine minutes. It's a nine-minute film, the, the whole thing. But we cut it down, so it was like a minute and a half when we showed it, and the DVD was wrecked. We couldn't, it was scratched up. That's why it only played for a minute and a half. I don't know DVDs. What we're going to do is take a quick break. No. Uh, It sounds like uh, in this movie, everyone committed the crime. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest maybe that was the case in this theater. Uh, I hope to figure it out when we return. And I don't care. I won't even be here for it. Can I plug my yoga studio? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Now's the time. Yeah, now's the perfect time for plugs. (laughs) Right in, the, right in the middle of the app. Oh, I'll do it at the end then if you want. I'll do it at the end. No, let's hear it now. No, we got to hear your yoga studio. How's your back? Does it hurt? How are your legs? Are they bad? I do <laughs> yoga. I teach them. Give me a call online. Give you a call online? Yeah, FaceTime call me or Google chat me. Whatever it is you need to do, give me a call online and I'll come to your house and I'll do some yoga with you. We'll be right back. Can I plug? Oh. Yeah, go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. What, what did you want to plug? Well, I just wanted to plug my hats. So we got the cowboy one. Uh, I got the cowboy yeah, one. That was nice. And then I have another one I'm selling. It's a big purple hat with a green feather coming out of it. If you, you want only it. You have one? I just got the one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you, wanna, uh, if you mm-hmm. want it. A little spatters on it. Send me a letter over text and I'll, <laughs> I'll get it to you as quickly as possible. We'll be right back. Oh, bye. Oh, bye. Uh, let's try this again. Hello? Hello. Oh, thank God. It worked that time. Uh, I guess I am still here uh, with, sorry, Sal Ladd. Uh-huh. Uh, you are an usher at the Carlton... Cinema. Cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where you found the body of John Don't. Yes. Uh, this was after a showing of Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Uh, about uh, a lot of people on the train who didn't commit a crime, and then a select few who did. Altogether. Yeah, I mean, that's not how I look at it, but okay. Well, yeah. from what uh, you ended up describing, it sounds like there were a lot of people on that train who had nothing to do with it. Well, those were tertiary characters, and the main suspects all turned out to be... Yeah, okay, okay. 
Well, I think you have a different view of movies than I do. I mean, how much weight do you put into the man that Stuart Little zooms past on his car? You know, well, that's not really a character in the movie. That's what you call an extra. Was he part of the gang who committed the crime and murder on the Orient Express? Stuart Little? Stuart Little or the man he zooms past. Well. Looks like the list keeps growing longer, huh? Can we just get back to my friend in the purple hat? So, a uh, friend in the purple hat is John Don't. You found him dead in the theater after the showing. You drag him up to the projection booth. Uh, Tyrone had stepped out to have a smoke. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's where you cut him right open. Yeah. With the projectionist knife. Yeah. Uh, and inside his body, mm-hmm. you found Nib that might have caused a loud chew. Yeah, that's your speculation, but yeah. A puzzle piece that might have gotten in there by John eating it. Could have caused a loud chew, I guess, by your logic. That, that's true. That could have been two loud chews. Uh-huh. Uh, there was also... An IOU for a million dollars. Ah. Could have caused a loud chew. <laughs> Fluid in the lungs? Yeah, that, yeah. That which you, we're guessing. Uh-huh. That could have caused a cough. Uh-huh. And a cross. And a cross, which could have caused a holy war. The worst of which Curious George had ever seen in his lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And these all correlate to a rule everyone in the theater had before the movie started. As is the policy at Carlton Cinema. We have a little saying around Carlton Cinema. Our movies, your way. Because we <laughs> we pick the movies, so you don't get to pick the movies, okay? People come in this is, all Sorry, the this time. is all the saying. Oh, so many people will come in. They'll have DVDs. They'll have DVDs of, like, Goodfellas on them. And they'll what be, does it say on the back? They'll be reading the back to me, like, oh, this is four stars, best mob movie ever. You know what I mean? Academy Award winners, Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro are reunited on Godfather. Fellas. Good. (laughs) And I'll say to them. And sometimes they have trouble reading. Yeah, but they're so excited about it. That's why. Oh, you got this for five bucks? Sorry, no one. What are you talking about? (laughs) Anyway, point is, they'll come in with their own movies and I'll say, no, 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 no. We pick the movies. You pick the way you watch the movies. Some people have these really strange rules. There's this old woman that will sometimes say before a movie starts, eyes closed. Does she mean everyone in the theater? Yes, she means everyone in the theater. Okay, and then you'll get this this young guy, this seven-year-old kid, I swear, he just comes in to yank our chains and kind of you know grind our gears. He'll say, well, yeah, we guys watched the movie, but everyone's got to buy extra large popcorn for me. You know, and so the kid ends up with more popcorn than he knows what to do with on the day some people agree to it. Because people will often come into the theater and they'll start watching a movie and the rules are put down and then they'll leave because they can't abide by the rules. Do you have a rule yourself when you watch movies? When I go to the Carlin Cinema in my civvies, I do have a rule. I have one rule. Everyone has to really enjoy the movie. Oh, that's nice. It is. But then I quiz them. I test them. And I, I will shock them if they don't enjoy the movie afterwards. You will shock them? Not electric Do you mean shocks. like I, I, no, I, it's a electric... terrifying statement? That's right. Yeah, I'll tell them something about the real, you know, what happens in Enter the Void. Or I'll tell them, you know, what I think happened in uh, 9-11. What do you think happened in 9-11? I think we're seeing it in reverse. You think there, uh, the plane started in the building? Yes. <laughs> and kind of backed up? Yes, that's what I believe. And all the footage we're watching is in reverse. So the buildings grew from the ground with planes already inside. <laughs> planes take out backwards. Yes, they yes they take off backwards, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to be made fun of for it now, but that's the sort of thing is also... Oh. Hello? Hey, hey, man. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey. 
It's Tyrone. Oh, yeah, it's me, Tyrone. You're so old. No, I just smoke constantly. That's what we do know about you. Yeah. What do you mean you know about me? Well, well we've heard a little bit. Told them a little bit about you, Tyrone. Hope you're that's... talking about me? Well, nothing Don't bad. Don't to pick you up here, and you're talking about me. What is this? I'm not quite done yet, but do you want to join for a little bit? Yeah, well, I can I can sit in on this. What's going on? This is uh, You are from the projection booth, a he-identifying wow. projectionist. Where are yeah. you going? Where, where are we going after yeah. this? Are we going to church or? No, we're going to uh, the keg. Oh, you're not going to church today? Dude, it's Saturday. Oh, okay. All right. Come on. You're, you're a religious man? Oh, yeah. Of what faith, may I ask? I am Catholic. Oh, okay. So fan of the cross. Oh, yeah. If you see someone in a cross, you're on their side when it comes down to it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'll like open up someone's top button just to see, dip in and be like, you wearing a cross People well, are cool with you and just going around listen, undoing their top button. If they are wearing a cross necklace, then yeah. Because they're like, oh, same. And I pull out mine. I'm like, same. Mm-hmm. And then we chat about it. Now, let's say what happens in the case of, God forbid, a Star of David. Well, I don't know why you're saying God forbid. I'm not anti-Semitic. I don't care. I just want to find some common ground oh, with okay. some folks. Like movie lovers. I show one rule from my projection booth, and that's clap after. <laughs> it's true. Anytime he's projecting a movie, everyone has to clap during the credits. And not just one big clap. No, and they and they have to stay. They have to save off their claps till the end. They can't do it during. Yeah, there's a lot of clap along movies that will be ruined when Tyrone gives that rule because people oh. can't clap along. You know, Mary Poppins flies away on the you know umbrella, and everyone's supposed to it's clap along. Yeah, a lot of moments in Enter the Void. Yeah. Oh, you've seen it. We're screening I've, it. I've heard about it right now. Oh, you haven't seen it. No. You gotta check it out. Yeah. What's it about? Vagina. So we're talking about the death of John Don't, the man in the purple hat. You might have seen him. With the green feather. Remember, Tyrone? Oh, you played squash with that guy. Used to. Why not? Why not anymore? Well, he's dead and buried. Oh. He died during that showing of Orient Express. Yeah, Murder on the... Oh. Yeah, I didn't know what movie you were talking about. You mean Murder on the Orient Express. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay, well... um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if I saw anything, because sometimes I watch... Do you have a good vantage point up there. I mean, I don't really watch this. Is it. I'm not, like, pressed up against the glass. Just looking at the people during the whole movie. Yeah. That's what most projectionists do. When he started the job, though, he was pressed up against the glass, and so there was My a head big was head outline yeah. around the movie, and you could only see, like, I didn't know what I was cutout. doing. I was, like, 23. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, now he's 30, and yeah. uh, he's getting... Oh, so you are so old. Uh, yeah, but I didn't want you. It's not. I don't sound like this because I'm old. I've sounded like this for as long as I can remember. Because mm-hmm. once I became 20 and started working there, and I was an adult, started smoking. Because I'm an adult, and I can do what I want. Uh, so we're trying to solve John Don't's death. Oh. Now, are you one of the people who was kind of was unhappy accident. with the actions Sal took? What do you mean? Were you Tyrone? What actions did you take? Well, I took him. Uh, did I... you mess up my booth? Um, no, that wasn't me. You were the one who messed up my booth? That was Angela. Angela went in there and she had all this salsa. And, and I told you that already. But I okay. went I went up there and I performed what I would call... So you were in my booth? Yeah, but... I I go Is he not allowed up there? I go out for 12 dozen smokes. And this guy, he's always dipping into my booth, trying to play with things, trying to edit old films. I think that movies would be better if one movie started and then the other movie ended. 
and everyone gets a game controller in the audience to feel like they're controlling the movie. <laughs> and so that's why you go up to the projection booth to find those game controllers? They gotta be somewhere. <laughs> so anyway, I brought them up there. I took these things out of them. Oh, I boy. sewed them back up and I took them to the manager and I said, here's what I think happened. Here's who I think did it. And I, right. and I, I know who I think did it. Who what's do you your, think did, what's did your it? theory? Could I just talk to Griffin for one sec? Um, okay. Okay. I go, Cover go, go for a smoke. Cover your ears. Well, I'll smoke either way. <laughs> Put smokes in your ears. Yeah, I can do that. He's not really covering his ears. He has to really cover his ears. I see. Oh, oh saying. yeah. Okay. 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 He's watching. He's looking at us. T- turn around. He's lo- He's still looking at us. But he's not, he can't read lips. Do you know that? Tyrone, can you read lips? Oh, he's nodding. Yeah. He can. No, he's not nodding. He doesn't know what we're saying. Look, I think it was Tyrone. Why? Because he's religious. And he was responsible for a huge holy war in But that's between the same between the same two. faith? In but Protestant and Catholic. They both worship the cross. Also oh, you and which one was John? John was well it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter okay hey, hey, it's okay it doesn't matter anymore because he's dead and he's with God okay you can take you can you can pull your you can pull your hands away now okay so what I think it was you why did you make <laughs> him cover his ears when you said all that I wanted you to know first oh thank you actually I really appreciate that yeah right of refusal I wanted to give you the the right of refusal that I could have said, no, I we're not going to... use that information, you know? <laughs> and then I would have been like, okay, it erased, you know? Okay, but you did... You, we think you did it. We think what? you did it. Why? Okay, look I at the facts. I barely know the guy in the purple hat. Okay, pirate man. He plays squash with you. That's all I know. Okay, he could have been a legitimate ship captain. We don't know he was a pirate. There was a pirate there? There was a man on a captain's ship hat. And he came in and he told you that he wanted a ticket. And then you, and then you didn't like the faith of all these people in theater two those years ago. And Curious George spotted you uh, reflecting off the screen into the projector booth. And he told everyone that could hear Monkey that someone there was responsible for the Holy War. And then you yeah, saw the cross me. around the purple hat man's neck mm. and... And one of you is Protestant and one of you is Catholic. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he had a Protestant cross and I had a Catholic cross. Well, now, what's the difference between the two? Bigger. Ba- which one's bigger? Protestant. Protestant one. The Protestant cross is a big one? Protestant cross is like like heavy. Like it's like very big. You, so, you'd know. Was that yours or, or John's? That's his. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I didn't even have to unbutton a single button to see that cross. It was like the perfection guy. You could see it through his shirt. Yeah. Well, yeah, perfection is the race to beat the clock, though. That's not this. Oh, that's right. Ah. I'm sorry. Goes that's what it goes. Action. So, you know, I just want to know, Tyrone, because obviously you know why you I did it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yes, uh, the uh, greatest holy war that Curious George has ever seen. That was you. Fine. Yeah, that was me, but that was what years What was the ago. other faith that you were fighting? It was everyone. There, it, there were so Every other religion. many people in that theater... A Each, rabbi. It was. Uh, it sounded like a bad joke, you know, like a rabbi and a 
not Catholic priest <laughs> <laughs> walking to a theater. No, everyone. Everyone was there. I looked at all of their necklaces. They were all there to watch Enter the Void. They were all there to see Enter the Void. This was years ago. Every couple of years we'd play Enter the Void. And I got pissed. I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. What, but I killed everyone in the theater. What? 23? Yeah, yeah. that's when he was 23. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were young. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Sorry. But, but that's not what happened this time. So you're saying when you saw that cross, you weren't angered? No. And I believe him. The man in the yellow so hat. So there goes your theory. Because I believe it would be a little too convenient if Tyrone actually had done it. And here's how I know. Okay. He didn't do it. Because all the other movies started on time that day. And so how, he couldn't have been, yeah. How could Tyrone have done it? Mm. But the reason I told you why Tyrone did do it, to give you the right of refusal, was to ask you about the man who had the captain's hat on. And I The called, pirate. Well, I called him a pirate, and you said maybe he's not a pirate, which told me everything I needed to know about that day. Oh, you're a and regular now, Kenneth Branagh. And now I know exactly who pulled off the murder. Should, should you he cover his ears? again, I should just... Yeah, all right, cover you know, I cover your it. ears, Tyrone. Okay. For real. Okay. All right, who do you think did it? I think it was the socialite. Now, why do you think it was the socialite? Because um, she was... Awful mad that day about a dog that was in her purse that died. And she went into the cinema and she said to me when she walked in, she said, I'm going to kill that man in the purple hat. And I said, well, I don't, this is not, I don't believe any of a word you say. And I walked away. And then the man in the purple hat died. Case closed. I refuse that. You're right. It was Curious George because Curious George hates people and the man in the yellow hat keeps him on this leash that kind of zaps him but when movies play leashes don't work <laughs> so he was free to kill anyone he wanted and that's why i'm sure it was a curious george refused you know it was the wife and i'll tell you why because she always wanted to be in a band with him um but oh she was, told you that when you were in the band with her yeah he said he was too old he, she wanted a 15 year old and she always resented him for being too old and she killed him mm, i don't think so you're right he killed himself because that movie fucking sucks. Anyone who goes to watch Murder on the Orient Express expecting a good movie that makes any goddamn sense, like any mystery novel that actually has to, you know, make sense along the way, then you're, you're screwed. Because it doesn't, it does, it sucks. And so he killed himself at the end of that movie. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. And do you mind, can I pitch my... Uh, can you pitch something? Sure. <laughs> pitch an idea for a movie? Yeah. I can't take my hands off them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. I have uh, a theory he, he, about who did it. Oh, yeah? Okay. You should uh, Sal cover his ears? Sal, I want you to hear this. Should I cover my ears? No, I think you should hear it, too. Are you going to cover your ears? Yes. Drum roll, please. Twang. I... I think it was the two of you in cahoots. In fact, I know it was. What do you mean? How did you know I was there? You were there. Because you defended the man. The pirate man. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, Put yeah. Put on that pirate hat over there. Uh, That's the It's day. a perfect fit. Oh. That was the, that was the man no, in the captain's yeah. out of the back of the theater. I thought I recognized you. 
That's why you wouldn't just call him a pirate because you were the. Because I'm a legitimate ship captain. You're the pirate. You're a friggin' pirate. And no one cough. Think he didn't Thank want you. anyone to chew loud. Well, that too. <laughs> so you can't have more than one rule. Here's my idea for a movie. You get all the people in the world, right? And you shrink them right down to nothing. Okay? okay. Like I'm talking about... Matt Damon, Jason Sudeikis, no, Christoph Waltz. No. I saw that one. And I don't want them small. I want them to be grains of sand. Okay. And then you put all those grains of sand into an hourglass. And then the movie's an hour long as you watch every person in the world slip by. So this is... Uh, is the shrinking process part of the movie? Or are you just watching an hourglass for an hour? Well, it's... A, I mean, it's the movie magic. So if you tell everyone that all the grains of sand represent people and then you put the hourglass on there, people will think... That that's the case. Refused. New idea. There's an old legend in the Baltics where they believe that the man has to give the woman one of his arms. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like that idea. So I'm not making a movie about that. Okay. Oh, Accepted. I, I thought you were going to refuse that and I would have had to make a movie about it. Nope. Okay. You remember Castaway? Yeah. Okay. You remember. Accepted. Okay. Well, let's Why are we talking work. about this? You did it, and you helped him. Well, obviously, I'm not Wait a second. That. What? Put on that big yellow hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on. And <gasps> I'm sorry that my leashes don't work during movies. I just felt so, so bad So curious, George did it, and then you tried to cover him up, and then you also tried to cover it up. I was the one who killed the socialite's dog. The socialite had a dog? Yeah, died, died in, in the, the purse. purse. What were your ears covered? Jeez, jeez, Louise. <laughs> I want to thank Matt Probst, who does our theme song. Uh, I want to thank. All right, fine, I did it. What? Yeah, for all the reasons you said, I did it too. Yeah, I yeah. did it. Hey, no, I did it. No, I did it. I'm Killicus. I did it. I'm Big Killboy. And this, this is a lot like how Orient Express ends. Yeah, it, it goes, here's how it ends. It goes, okay, that's the end of the movie. And then people are like, well, here's another idea. And then this movie goes on for like another 10 minutes. That's how it ends. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can rate us on iTunes. You can review us on iTunes and do it. Uh, you can email us at killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. Say hi. Say hi and nothing else. Uh, let's see. What do you have going on? You've, we've already plugged your yoga studio. Oh, yeah. We've already plugged uh, you, all your hats. Yeah. You're trying to sell a purple hat. Trying to sell a purple Which hat. Which I was going to call you about, but I don't have to because I'm right here. I'll take it. I'll send you a letter text. Thank you. I'm not up to date on new forms of communication. I can barely talk. <laughs> and on March 14th, my favorite comedian, Devin Highland is uh, doing a show, uh, Bad Dog, called Close Quarters. And then every Friday night, you can see him at the Social Capital Theater at 9.30 as a part of $15 Beer Beer Comedy. And, um, you know, I just want to tell everyone in Toronto that they're going to be okay. I know it doesn't seem like it right now. It doesn't seem like it right now. It's so snowy. (laughs) 
uh, and this is not something you wanted to plug, uh, but I will say Stay Out of the Desert is so funny. So uh, it's a funny. web series you can find online, uh, and it's great. I forgot about that. That was terrific. Wasn't that good? That was really good. <laughs> oh, ice cream. That you reminds say, me of a song. Say rarely good. Dude. That was rarely good. Uh, that was rarely good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were moments in that web series was, was good. rarely good. No, I'm honest. That was rarely, rarely good. <laughs> uh, and Tyrone, just come to the theater. Come to the theater and clap the hell out of it and at the also, end. And let Angela know that you like the intros that I make for the beginning of the movies because me and my buddy work really hard on them. And wait, what if it was Angela? I think Angela did it. Yeah, now I know it was her. Bye. Kill to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Tuplitsky. Special thanks to Under the Sun, Katie Lohr, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 